Hello and welcome. You're listening to Met My Match, a podcast where husband and wife discuss various topics while attempting to answer the age-old question, who's right and who's more right? Hey everyone, this is Shelby. And this is Chris. And we're going to say welcome to the 23rd episode of Met My Match. Yeah, we're coming up on a year of doing this shindig. Which who, who knew we can go this long doing a podcast without killing each other? Well, you know, next month's always a new month. Tomorrow's a new day. Well, that's a, okay, that's going to not scare me at all. You never know what could happen. Fair enough. Speaking of almost killing each other, what's uh, what's our topics for the weekly dispute? What a segue. <laughs> I tried. <laughs> it was terrible. We got three, so we'll go with the first one. What's more important to you, being attractive or being smart? Did I think of this one or did you think of this one? I don't remember. Okay, all right, every now and then you, you text Time me. Time like, has need... passed. That is true, time has passed. It's been three weeks since you last asked me to come up with one. Uh, being, yes. a, being attractive or being smart? Yes, what's more important? I feel like being smart. Okay. Because you can, with like unless unless you're one of those people, old people, or one of those people who grow old and still stay attractive, that you lose that. Whereas being smart, you always have that. Plus, you can only you can only gain so much money off your looks, whereas you can gain a lot of money being smart. So I feel like your quality of life versus attention would be better if you were more smart than good looking. Yeah, I I, did, I have to did, agree did with that you. That sound good or that make me sound really dumb? And it's a good thing I'm I want to be smart. That's <laughs> yeah. more important to me. I want to be smart. Unfortunately, I'm really really good looking. <laughs> I'm a big dum dum though. Um, but why yeah. male models? <laughs> No, I, I agree with you, actually, but I was wanting to play devil's advocate because part of me is also like, well, there are people who are so attractive that they're almost able to get away with anything, right? The whole halo effect, I think Fair that's enough. what it's called. And so you can manipulate your way to the top or whatever. Then you'd also probably be a sociopath. Eh? I don't Maybe know. that's why a lot of attractive people are sociopaths. Boom. See? That's, we've, we've solved the mystery. You figured out what I was going We're turning into a true crime podcast slowly. <laughs> We're figuring out who the sociopaths <laughs> are. One On pod episode. at a time. <clears throat> but yeah, that's what I was thinking. Was that somebody's really attractive. Well, yes, the looks will probably fade over time. Will definitely fade over time. What am I saying? And then... I don't know. Have you seen Tom Cruise? But they're... True story. For and Paul who, Rudd. Paul Rudd's like, what, 50-something? And he's still like he's hasn't aged a day. There, yeah. Hasn't aged a day. I want, I want to know what Fountain of Youth or Blood Sacrifice he's doing. I'm tell pretty us, sure Paul Rudd and Tom ways. Cruise are going to the same doctor. <laughs> Probably, tiny little uh, facelifts over the course of like ten years, right? Which I've been telling people that's what he's been doing. Nobody, nobody believes me. It's like yeah, Paul Rudd's been getting tiny little facelifts over Probably. the years, so it's subtle. Unlike some, unlike some celebrities who are kind of like. I'm just going to inject my face all at once and hopefully no, I'm going to notice. I'm going to start cutting off pieces of my nose more and more. Well, I think... Um, no one will know. Renee Zellweger was the actress who, who did it. She, she went did on it really some, dramatically. Yeah, she did in some red red carpet event and then she went, like, you know, I don't know if it was right after the operation, but, like, obviously she did the whole operation, then went and everybody's like, who the fuck is that? Oh, it's Renee Zellweger. Yeah, Courtney Love did something similar, too. She got some work done, but, I mean, she didn't look bad after yeah. the work. She looked great it was just she got like a nose job i think and i think the only reason i remember the renee zellweger ones it was it was it's, so dramatic yeah it was so drastic yeah. and it didn't look that great versus like say paul rudd or tom cruise where they get like small micro small. surgeries done over a period of time Botox, so you don't tweak, you don't tweak. really notice it yeah 
So we both agree, though, it's better to be smart because yeah. that you'll always have that. You'll always have your smarts. Hopefully. 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 Don't be a no big dum-dum. All right. My phone timed out. Okay. Uh-oh. Here we go. Next it's a good thing one. You're cute. Yay. Because I'm a big old idiot. <laughs> What's better, the shortest route or the quickest route? That was yours. Yeah, so I gave you this one as a suggestion, and you legitimately almost fought me in the in our, our yeah, Facebook Messenger. Like, that makes no sense. Like, it does make sense. you got to give me a time to explain. And then you wanted me to explain. It's like, if I explain it to you now, we're going to lose the entire fight. Explain it to me record. now. Okay. So, shortest, what was it? Shortest versus... Uh, quickest. Quickest. All right, this so quickest better. is usually time. Shortest is usually, like, from point A to point B. So there is su- there is such a thing as taking directions. It's usually not for sm- or short directions, but for long directions. Like say it take like an hour or maybe fifteen minutes to an hour, an hour over or even an hour above that. Um, so you may have a short distance to go, but depending on which route you take, one is faster than the other time wise. Kind of like how in our town we have we can drive this about the same amount of distance um, going through town than going through the bypass. But the bypass is faster because we're stopping less. But it's the same distance as the as the end cut through town because a bunch of red lights and everything else. Okay. So do you, do you understand what I mean by shortest versus quickest? Sure. Yeah. Yeah, those were the same distance, but one was faster just because it has less lights. Yeah, so you may have It's not a, going through town. You may have a one mile... You may have a one mile stretch, which is basically how, how far it is to get there. And you may have like a 0.7 mile stretch, but it's a bunch of lights in between. Mm-hmm. One's shorter, one's long, or one's shorter, one's mm-hmm. longer, one's uh, quickest, one's Okay. Because see, in my mind, I was thinking, well, wouldn't the shortest route be the quickest route? <laughs> it, it all depends like what's in the route. Okay. Yeah. So which one are you going to go with? I would say quickest time-wise. Now say if you want to now say the other reason you would say go shortest is because of mean like less gas mileage and all that. Okay. I still don't understand it. <laughs> it's so, okay. I'm sure we'll get a text or two from a couple people like I don't understand what you're talking about. We're gonna do a a pass on that. You're not even gonna try to. I don't because I don't <laughs> understand. You didn't even explain it again. Okay, well then I'll go with the quickest then, whatever. Okay. That, that makes sense to be, yeah. If anybody understands this. I want to be, I want to get there fast, so sure, whatever. Yeah. But it would still be the shortest, I'll be the quickest. The shortest <laughs> is not always the quickest. My brain don't work. <laughs> I literally explained it to you. There, there is a stretch of path of road yeah. in our town. I know, where that sh- does make sense. Yes. But then you, you over explained it, like, Right after so, that, like I got so, that part, but so then you, you went is, on again. And I'm like, no. So what happened is you got it, and then I went too far. But then you said, well, what if a point seven mile thing? Oh god, and I then threw it in had the, more lights. I, I was like, I threw in the what ifs, and that fucked you up. And then me inside my head's like, do 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 Yeah, let me explain it better. All right, so a straightaway is the shortest, and there's a loop on the side of it. Yeah. So which so the shortest would be the straightaway, the straightest, right? Yes. Yeah. Straight, straight. Yeah, now there's straight two shot. lights there mm-hmm. in the shortest, which mm-hmm. means you're gonna go stop, go stop. Mm-hmm. Now the now the outside curve has no lights. It's just you're just going. Okay. So what's the speed limit? It's 35 for both. Okay. So theoretically, you're stopping twice for two lights in the shortest route. Yes. But you're all but on the but on the curve mm-hmm. there are no lights, which means you never stop and you're mm-hmm. still just going. So you may add mileage. 
but you're not adding time. But if they're still going at the same miles per hour, I still think that shortest one is like but the, I, straight, I, the straight shot, obviously. I, I literally just said there's obstacles in the way which add time. Two stop signs or stoplights. Okay, two stop signs, construction. Doesn't, make, doesn't mean I'm um, going to be stopping that way. I mean, I might, I might, might, might get two green lights. Huh? Well, that's all. That's all Anything can happen. That's the other thing. It's all uh, any any direction. Could, could be an earthquake in, in the other <laughs> any one. Any GPS is a guesstimate in like how long it would take anyhow True. because they don't know what True. you'll hit. And they don't know how fast you're going to be going. Yeah. So usually they'll be like, "Hey, you're probably going to hit this. Probably going to hit this." Did that help at all? We're going to go with uh, the quickest route. All right. right. Yeah, yeah. We'll go with that. Next podcast things I'm trying to explain to my wife. <laughs> in my just, head, just, just like just Jeopardy music playing in the background. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> okay, the last one. Can a long distance relationship work? I mean, I've never been in a long distance relationship, so I can't really answer that. I don't know if you have. What would you? Think? How do you think? Because obviously you haven't. So, hypothetically speaking. Do you think it would work for you? Maybe you can answer it that way. I mean... Based on the amount of attention that you need? I don't think so. <laughs> oh, I would say... So, probably different levels of relationship. If it's, you know, first year boyfriend and girlfriend, I don't think so. Now, it's not saying now that's not saying it would never would. I mean, there's always people who it works out with. Uh, there are people who I've never met before, fall in love online, and then get yeah. married and have years together. Um, but I would say... Like, first year and then moving away from each other, they're not really much of a chance. Um, I would say, say, for you and me right now, if I had to leave for a couple months, um, obviously that works. We were married. We've been together for, we've been together for about three years. Okay. So, you brought up a good point. Technically, that does not define a long-term relationship, not in my opinion, because you were together in the beginning. Yeah. And then something caused you both to be apart. Yeah. Work, whatever. Doesn't matter. Yeah. To me, a long-distance relationship, um, it does have an end point. It, it can't be long-distance forever. Oh, yeah. Because no. something's got to give. Like, yeah. Either you move in together, you move to where that person lives, or they move to where you live, or you move, move to a different place together. Like, there's a, there's an end. Yeah, that, I, that's right? where I agree. Uh, long-distance relationships do have an expiration date. I think so, too. Because something needs to happen. Whether either... or not they start um, separate... Uh, or they start together and something makes them be long distance, whatever. Um, I've been in uh, maybe like two, and obviously they did not <laughs> end well. What? What happened? What? I had no idea. <laughs> um, but one of them, yes, I did end up moving and living with the person, and we were kind of like... Not necessarily we were dating, but we were kind of like talking to each other over that span of time. Yeah. Kind of like counting down the days to see each other, that sort of thing. And then I just decided, okay, well, I'll move there and live with you, whatever. But um, we were obviously long distance before we came together. We weren't together and then had to be long distance. So I guess maybe like those two things can happen but, yeah, but there has to be an i guess yeah, an, an expiration end, date on yeah, it, yeah on the long distance part or obviously it's just temporary like let's say you get deployed that wouldn't necessarily i wouldn't call that a long distance relationship in my eyes because 
we were already together beforehand. And well, I guess, in, like, long-distance relationship is definitely a girlfriend-boyfriend thing and not so much a marriage maybe, thing. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. I think I think that might be a good yeah. point. When you're married, you're just married. Even if you're... Yeah. It's like, he'll be back yeah. in six months. Whatever. You're either, you're either married or, like, separated when you're, like, obviously not together. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that was the last one. <laughs> that was the last one. Well, it's great we ended on a uh, our weekly dispute by open like, yeah, it has an expiration date. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's, I don't mean to say expiration date, but yeah, something's got to give at some point. You can't always be long distance because that just takes too much on both of you Fair emotionally, enough. I'd say. Speaking of emotions. Oh, yeah. One of the things we get highly motivated about and emotional about are the, uh, but, are the, but, uh, the uh, seltzers, seltzer, spike seltzers we drink throughout our podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, last episode, we're going to go through and talk about that. I think uh, we clocked it in at the fourth episode or sixth episode we started doing Six, this. yeah. Six, so okay. in the sixth one, we started doing these little hard seltzer taste tests. And then we finally got our rhythm as far as like how we want to um, do it, I guess. Introduce the drinks and talk about them and weigh in on them. And you said that we've had, what was it, 64? We've tried 64 different flavors. And, yeah, so uh, we've had we've had sixty yeah sixty four uh-huh. different flavors of seltzer waters, and about seventeen different packs. Wow, so that's a lot of taste testing. We're not I, alcoholics, I swear. No, we're not also experts either. So, yep. I figured at some point we would run out of seltzers to try. No, surprisingly not. We keep finding new ones. Yeah. So I mean, all all those uh, let's see, Budweiser, uh, Topo Chico. Uh, the hard cola. Who else? Oh, truly white claw. Oh, yeah, truly, truly keep making them, please. Keep yes. making the, the seltzers. Smirnoff's made a couple of ones. Bud yeah. Light's made a couple yeah. different ones, and then various other brands made. And, yeah, other and there's ones like a dozen others that we haven't yet to try. So, hopefully, this craze doesn't end because it would mean an end to one of our parts of our podcast. Sadly, we'd have to come up with new things to talk about other than but. Yeah, and we're pretty boring anyway, so that would suck. But we wanted to do a taste test real quick. We had some new ones that we got. Um, these are the retro tie dye. So we'll we'll taste test these, and then we'll go into our rankings of the seventeen packs that we've tried. And then at some point um, on Twitter, we'll release the full master list of every single flavor we've had so far. Yeah. Um, I'm thinking if. Depending on how many years this podcast goes for, each year we'll release a uh, release a full listing the for that year. List. So this will be uh, the combination of last year, this year. So well, 2020, 20... So 21, 22 so 20, list. 21, 22 list. There you go. <laughs> Don't hurt your brain. Sorry, I was, I'm too beautiful. I can't think that well. Yes, exactly. That's what it <laughs> that's, is. That's my issue is I'm so pretty, I'm dumb. Okay. Speaking of dumb, let's try some of these. Uh... Let's do some dumb things. Right. Did you already say what we ha- we're having? <laughs> no, I just said it's the retro tie-dye pack. So read Sweet. those flavors out. So this is the Bud Light, like you said, Bud Light Seltzer Retro Tie-Dye. Uh, for these ones, we have Cherry Limeade, Twisted Berry, and Blue Raspberry. All right, let's see what their version of Blue Raspberry tastes like. Because we tried one that was Blue Raspberry yeah. before, and it was... I feel like most of these um, are like these are all type of berry. Yeah. But uh, Blue Raspberry is definitely one that pops up a lot. Yeah. I don't know if it's simple. I don't know why. I guess because it's like, maybe because it is simple, but it's an easy candy flavor. So they figure like, okay, that would translate good as a a soda. I don't know. So it definitely definitely tastes like most of the blue raspberry ones we've had. 
Um, That's not too bad. And I believe... I kind of like it. Well, Surprisingly. You, well, you described that drink. I got to see what your sister sent me the last time we talked about blue raspberry. Well, it's weird because it's it's not really even like... It's artificial, obviously, right? So, like, the actual flavors of blue raspberry are not even raspberry. There's well, no yeah, raspberry I, in it. Well, she, she was saying... Oh, actually, according to your sister... The exact thing she said was, and this is Lydia, shout out Lydia, um, <laughs> blue raspberry is blueberry and raspberry. And it, you know what? She's probably right, but I also saw it's like a mix of, and that could be the combinations making the blueberry and the raspberry. So yeah, I, I think that checks so out. So really we're getting double berry. But yeah, there's like obviously a lot of concoctions you got to make to get to those flavors. And I think I read where one was like banana and something else, but... Yeah, I like it. I thought it was pretty good. What do you think? Yeah, I'm liking it. Um, I am noticing a distinct lack of any kind of berry in the ingredients, but I'm sure it's probably mixed Why in would somewhere. there be any list of natural ingredients in, in this one? That is fair. This is not like the other ones that are like, it's got organic juices. Speaking of organic, let's try the obviously organic <laughs> twisted berry. Non-organic. Which, uh, Twisted Berry? What, is it, what does it look like to you? That's definitely not a, uh... I'm gonna go with that being, like, a blueberry. Like, usually so? a Twisted Berry is, like, a blueberry and a strawberry together. Maybe, yeah. Usually. The, like, a mixed it's, it's berry, a, it's, you know? For, the, for those who can't see, because it's not a visual podcast, obviously. Um, it's a circle with a star and two, three little balls on it? <laughs> little so balls? Yeah, little balls on it. I don't, I don't... I'm sure that's the gleaning shine, maybe, that they pretend to have on... That's literally bears. just a blueberry with a... It's shiny. Yeah, I was saying gleaning shine. Okay. Well, the colors of the can are like a blue and a pink or purple. Yeah. Ooh, that is a... Uh, you took a good chug out of that. I did take a good chug out of that. Um, mm. I, I taste cherry. I think maybe it's a mixture of cherry and berry. A chair bear. We should definitely be naming these. Is a cherry a berry? It's a fruit, obviously. I'm, no, it's not. It's not a. It's not. Are we a hundred percent sure on that? Well, because it's got a big pit inside of it. Because that would mean that a peach is a berry, and it's not. It's just a fruit. You're gonna prove me wrong. I know it. Actually, we're both wrong. <laughs> so you might what? be you might be surprised to learn cherries are not considered berries. Instead, they are botanically considered a droop. A- and. And more similar to peaches and nectarines than berries. Boom, I said peaches. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, I said, no, at first I was like, oh, it can't be a berry because it has a pit, like a peach. But it's actually... But I don't know what it is. It's actually a droop. What is the... What the hell is a droop? Um... Is that like legumes? It it doesn't really... It just says what, how... A droop. A droop, a fleshy fruit with thin skin and a central stone contain the seed. It sounds so nasty. Hey, I like that droop. <laughs> nice droop you got there. Apparently a coconut is a droop. Uh, okay. Yeah. Interesting. Learning new things every day. Who came up with that? Who was like, yeah, we're going to call it droop. I mean, I, I mean, there's Is a lot it of, Latin? There's a lot of people who come up with a lot of things. Speaking of a lot of things, this is cherry limeade. <laughs> <laughs> So it's a thing. They picked one flavor and said, we're just going to mix it so, all in there. I'm just thinking, like, that one had a... a I, I don't know. I tasted cherry. But this one, we'll see. I mean, it's twisted berry, so it's probably a lot of different flavors in there. And this one tastes the same. What the hell? 
Maybe my palate's just not being cleansed. You need to cleanse your palate better, babe. Okay. Well, the water I have is just... There's a definite difference. Um, I want to say that probably... I like it, though. There's more lime in that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like this one better than the, the berry. So I, I, I almost want to say... Good. So Bud Light comes out with a lot of different seltzers. Yeah. I almost want to say these are probably like re-canned flavors. Do they just like recycle stuff? Uh, yeah. Especially blue blue raspberry. There was nothing... Like these kind of twisted berry, sherry limeade, they kind of came with a little different there. To me... Um, this blue raspberry is just straight up blue raspberry. Yeah, to me, they tasted pretty close to the sour ones that we've had before. Like obviously these were not as sour, but I could see where they could have like... You know, put some more citric acid in these to make them sour. Yeah, something like that. Possibly. The sour one's definitely more sour. Speaking of, we got to get our hands in those warhead ones. Okay, so who makes those? I haven't even seen those. I'm not sure. I just I know I've seen them. So. Ugh, I don't know. I'm scared. Uh, warheads already like make me like my eyes twitch and water. They already make your eyes twitch. Yeah, like just thinking about it. But anyway, um, okay. As far as our favorite goes, which one is your favorite? Um. I'll say I like Sherry Limeade, um, then Blue Raspberry, and then Twisted Berry. Only because I don't want to taste the difference between Twisted Berry and Sherry Limeade. Oh my god, I'm the same. Yeah, Cherry yeah. be my number one. This is the one time we've actually agreed. Yeah, maybe. Well, we've always agreed. Like, agreed, like, across yeah. the board, yeah. Yeah, Cherry Limeade for me, Blue Raspberry, and the Berry last. Just because the Berry just didn't have that much of a distinct, like... Yeah, it's... It's a, it's a seltzer. I was hoping that it was like strawberry or like blueberry flavored. Because like the blueberry truly is really good. And that does not taste like that. That does not taste like that? Nope. Well, it's a truly versus a Bud Light. But still, how much different with the hard seltzer flavors can one get? That is fair. There are some of the different... Oh, the hard soda ones definitely... Those are different. Definitely different. That's a different... That's not a fruity flavor. Fair enough. I yeah. guess yeah, it's hard. It's hard to make distinct fruity flavors yeah. without like just going away from the entire yeah. fruit itself. Exactly. Like, speaking of, um, not fruitiness, but just talking about like different types of hard seltzers. Let's go over the history of them, which is actually very not that long. Um, yeah, I figured it's pretty recent. <laughs> yeah, they've actually been around a lot. Well, I say they've been around a lot longer than you think. They've been around okay. earlier than the two thousands. Okay. Um, it's just for some reason two thousand nineteen they really hit like a fever. A fever pitch with like white claw, and I, it just blew up from there. Maybe they knew that we would be locked up for a while, and not have like a lot to do. Are you saying for a while that coronavirus is the exact reason that uh, white claws and everything else blew up over the market? Well, they had nothing. We had nothing else to do but drink. So Fair. maybe they were like, "Let's cash in on this." We know exactly what to do. We know what you want. You want to sit on your ha- your couch, watch Netflix, drink some flavored sodas. Drink some true seltzers. Anyway, Speaking so when of, did it start? Uh, so the first one, uh, the first widely available commercial example of the style, which is a hard seltzer, uh, was Two Dogs, which was brewed in 1993 in Australia. Oh, okay. It was uh, wildly claimed to be the world's first brewed alcoholic lemonade. Which, uh, I mean, other alcoholic lemonades existed, mm-hmm. but it was the first, like, seltzer type one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so after that, uh, it paved the way for similar products such as Hooper's Hooch and Mike's Hard Lemonade. Okay, so Mike's Hard Lemonade counts as a seltzer, not, like, as a malt So, beverage? I think I think more like, uh, 
for this instance, it's more talking like a brewed alcoholic lemonade. Oh, okay. So like that's where like okay. the citrus ones started yeah. popping up. Um, and apparently in the United Kingdom, they were known as Alcopops. And yeah, Mike's Heart Lemonade and Hooper's Hooch, those two specifically, are mm-hmm. known as Malternatives in America. That makes sense. Before seltzers became a thing. Mm-hmm. Now when they got really big, or when it started becoming like big in America, was a man by the name of Nick Shields developed the beverage branding in, in style with spiked seltzers in Westport, Connecticut, brewing the first commercial batches in November 2013. Uh, the category saw a spike in popularity around 2018-2019 in the U.S., and as of 2019 in the U.S., the world's most popular brand is White Claw, which are, that's what we all saw back then, yeah. was White Claw popping up, everybody was yeah. drinking White Claws. Um, hard seltzer is expected to generate $2.5 billion in sales by 2021, I'm assuming it did. Uh, analysts attribute the success of White Claw and the appeal of hard seltzer in general to the increased demand from health-conscious consumers. Because obviously, like the ones See, we have now are 100 calories. Thinking. Yeah. It, well, yeah. It's usually that's the standard is 100 and cal- 100 calories, maybe two grams of carbs, um, maybe one gram of sugar, zero grams of sugar, right? You yeah. Know, and as low thing, as it can be. The other thing they're attributing to like the surge in them is the massive popularity in brands like Lacroix and I've never heard of it, but I guess Spindrift. Never heard of Spindrift. But maybe basically, like uh, sel- flavored seltzer water. Yeah, it's like that became like, a craze. They're like, let's again, let's cash in on this. And people we'll drink those and like, oh, we can get an alcoholic yeah. version of that. It's only five calories. Like, absolutely. Five calories, really? A hundred calories. Sorry, five percent alcohol and then a hundred calories. There you go. Got it back. I can't read well. I'm, I'm pretty. I'm not smart. Um, <laughs> and let's see. And in February 2022, White Claw launched in Canada, Australia, and UK. So White Claw is still pretty popular. Mm-hmm. It's still popping off. It's going up everywhere. Um, but the brand itself, seltzer, spike seltzers yeah. are becoming really big over the past couple of years. To me, White Claw hasn't really branched out as far as like their flavor variety goes. They don't really do crazy flavors. And they have like a tropical pack, like a regular standard pack, and they got their like citrus flavors. We came out of that surge when we tried that. Little... The surge ones are citrus flavors yeah. too, though. Okay. It's it's not like anything crazy. Like Bud Light goes falls to the wall. You know, let's smash some shit together. That's Bud Light in general. Yeah, they try various different mm-hmm. things. They they went out there. They went nuts with it. Yeah. But, anywho, we want to go over our rankings, correct? Yes. So this is uh this is every pack that we've ever had, uh going out going from our favorite to our least favorite. Okay. Um, some of these are really hard to go back and forth on. Some of them were very easy. I think at one point we started at the bottom with a couple of them. Yeah. Uh, so starting at the top. We have hard soda by Bud. Uh, those are really good. They base they almost taste exactly like how they ate soda, pretty much. Yeah, we, there was the cola. There was a citrus, an orange, and a cherry cola. Yep, citrus soda, classic cola, orange soda, and cherry. And cola. I think the reason why we were that one's like our favorite is because literally every flavor was pretty good. Oh yeah. And tasted spot on. Uh, as so- far as like. Oh, yeah, that reminds me of orange soda. I love it. The surprising thing for the next one was Bang, which is actually pretty good. Yeah, the Bang ones, they were a pleasant surprise. Um, really sweet, though. Like, remember the, the purple Kittles or whatever it was? Was yeah. my favorite. Yeah, the uh, so basically they were all the same ones as the regular energy drink mm-hmm. um, without actually any any drink in them. It was just the flavor, right. which kind of makes sense because all they got to do is change the formula a tiny bit, take yeah. out the whatever they use for the 
energy portion switch in. No, it still has the vitamins in it. When I was Did looking it? this up, oh, okay, yeah, when we were putting this together, yeah. it said that it still had like all the vitamins and everything. Which I'm like, I think that's totally counterintuitive. Like you're drinking the booze to get. They, ma- a they mask it with enough right? of the uh, bad stuff that the good yeah, stuff is in your Yeah, and they're like, well, count. we know you're going to be hungover, yeah. so you might as well get these B vitamins. <laughs> I don't go. know. Now, the third one, next one, which is Margarita Trulies. Those were really good. Yeah, those were those were pretty good. Um, I think every flavor, again, was pretty great. Pretty much, they tra- tasted like little margarita seltzers. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was a pretty simple one to pick. I did enjoy those. The next surprising one was like an off-brand one that was made just for a little bit, was the Bachelor ones by Smirnoff. I liked those. The rosé flavors, yeah. yeah. They were, I mean, essentially that's what they were. They were just rosé flavors, yeah. various rosé flavors. Um, I liked them. I thought they, they were, were good. good. They was, it was funny. It was interesting. It was, uh, I think that episode we had talked, I had you tell me what The Bachelor was and how yes. it worked. I give you a Bachelor 101, which speaking of, Bachelor Uh-oh. starts back up uh, July 11th. And I'm not going to watch it. I'm going to hate watch it. I'm going to hate watch this shit. I get the sticking suspicion what's going to happen is one person's going to come up on stage Everyone's going to fall in love with them. And then drama. Well, joke's on you. It's two people. Oh, my God. It's two bachelorettes this season. The sparks will fly and the tears will fall. That has to be the actual tagline. I, I hope it is. They're gonna, <laughs> hopefully someone from that show listens to this podcast. They've already that. done all the commercial promotions for it. Oh, but well, anyway, all right. those are pretty good seltzers. Sodas. Rosés. Uh, I don't know. The next one, which we had recently, was the Neon Lemonade Smirnoffs. Yeah, I yeah. I think we really liked those. Uh, there was the, like, the Pink Lemonade. There was... Oh, gosh. Read those flavors off to me. Um, I have to look them up real quick. But yeah, the Neon Lemonade ones were pretty simple. They were uh, pink lemonade, yeah. blue raspberry lemonade, pineapple lemonade, and peach lemonade. That's probably where we were talking about the blue raspberry because it was a lemonade. Yeah. So that's probably why it tastes different from this. Yeah. But they're like they're pretty good. It's all yeah. basically lemonade flavors. Pretty easy. Um, after that is, is the sour collection by Bud. Yeah, I I kind of liked a couple of those. Like the green apple one, I think was really good. Yeah, they had watermelon, blue raspberry, another blue raspberry. Mm-hmm. Uh, That's lemon, what I was saying with the sour. Green apple. Yeah, so the uh, raspberry is a popular they one. They just yeah. didn't make it as sour for this collection, I think, because it's still Budweiser. Yeah, so they actually, they were not bad. They were not actually that sour. They were a little bit sour, but yeah, enough to where you would drink it and be like, oh. Like I could still drink them, yeah, for sure. That's it for the flavor. Uh, the next, after this, it starts to get to like... Um, more, I guess, I want to say, not forgettable, but more like ones we just... Not so great. Yeah. Every, everything we named up and above is definitely a buy. These ones are kind of like, if you see them, that'd, that'd be bad to get. Uh, Crook and Marker, which I believe were the ones we had drunken... Drankin'? Drank. Drank. Uh, I swear I could speak. Uh, <laughs> were the ones we drank, and basically along the lines were very... Vitaminous is the word. They okay, so theirs is like all organic or whatever. So theirs used like real juice or something like that to flavor theirs, and because there's like a blackberry lime flavor that was actually pretty good. I remember that one distinctly. Okay, that one. That's definitely going high up in the ranking then. <laughs> yeah, I liked that one. Um, but overall, like the whole pack itself did not wow me. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's why we ranked it where it is. The next one, which is kind of similar, is Ranch Water. That yeah, one, that same. One, that one was okay. Um, probably wouldn't get it again, but I it was fine for what it was. Yeah, it was it was okay. Like if 
I don't know. Maybe it's because I like bolder flavors. Yeah. Those reminded me of like the White Claws. There's a there's a hint. Yeah, like pretty a much. Koi, they're, they're maybe? A, yeah, yeah, yeah. They might even said that. Mm-hmm. Um, after that, we get to Sonic Tropical, which I think you wanted to like, mm-hmm. but like it just it just wasn't that great. Like I, me- I remember the coconut one. We drank that or no ocean water. Ocean, ocean water. water was essentially like this kind of tastes like coconut, but it kind of tastes like nothing. It was sad. It was a disappointment was for sad. sure. Speaking of sad and disappointment, the holiday party back party pack by Truly. That's the one we reviewed with your cousins, right? Uh, I believe so. That might have been the one where my cousin Jen said, it tastes like an antique store. Yes. And I, I knew what she meant too, but not at the time. <laughs> uh, but yeah, they just did not... Except for there was like one that had ginger in it, and I liked that one. That, I think it was a ginger snap one, if I remember mm, correctly. Like a ginger fizz or something like that. And then there was like a cran an orange that was not bad but overall it was kind of a letdown yeah like the sangria was horrible yeah holiday holiday sangria style yeah spiked apple spice cran orange sparkler and pomegranate fizz that was yeah the pomegranate one had the ginger in it i liked that one a lot because yeah. i like ginger beer so other than that there was just kind of a interesting interesting thing going on very sad did not um, like after that it gets to the white cloth surge which i I had no strong feelings about it. I didn't really like that. Yeah, it wasn't my favorite. Um, I don't really like White Claw flavors to begin with because, you know, they don't really taste like anything. Kind of like how LaCroix don't taste like a whole lot. It's like a strawberry, like on a truck, just drives by. You yeah. just get a whiff. Kind of <laughs> like that. Much. There's like a bunch of watermelons that somebody's just walking with. And you're like, mm. oh, watermelon. Speaking of getting a whiff, not going to taste anything. Mm. Uh, going going further down the least like line, uh, we hit Buen Venita. Buena Vida. Buena Vida, sorry. Yeah. Um, those are the ones in the glass bottles that did I did not like. They they looked fancy. Um, there was no real they like. I think we me. tasted each one different one. Mm-hmm. We did we did try mixing them in a drink, but then again, it might have just been it wasn't bad, but it might have just been the fact that it was mixed yeah. in with other ingredients that masked yeah. it. So I went back and like took that watermelon lime one and added, um, what was it? Jalapeno? No, cucumber jalapeno tequila, and like maybe some something else to make it sweeter. And that was actually pretty dang good. Yeah. I got buzz really good. Uh, but by themselves, no. And I think the fact that they were in a bottle and not a can, like the carbonation factor and the burp factor was like... Very high. Higher than normal. We might have yeah. burped so many times right after that podcast. Like, burp, burp, burp. <laughs> Just walk out. The cats Sorry, were terrified. <laughs> Everyone's like listening like, oh, this is disgusting. This is not a burp contest. Yeah. Stop. Now, getting down to our last four. Uh-oh. Uh, Topo Chico. Yeah, those weren't great. I honestly, I honestly, flavor wise, I tasted that in the middle. Yeah, they were very forgettable, yeah. and that's not good in my opinion. I, I didn't like them. They didn't taste like anything. Yeah, they were. It's it's pretty much uh, every now and then if you go there's our local bar makes a uh, homemade yeah. seltzer, and I think we're definitely in a day and stage where like a lot of uh, breweries who are starting to mix seltzers are doing them kind of like how when breweries first started making their own beers yeah they pretty much all can taste the same and then now or at least the last couple years people are starting breweries starting to get like more better at Mm -hmm. it starting to make more flavorful beers starting to make more different types yeah Um, i have no doubt that seltzers will probably hit that at some stage people start making them themselves and everything else maybe i don't know like the process it takes to make them but maybe it's easier i don't know but with those like there's like either three or four flavors but they just did not 
And what's sad is like the regular Topo Chico, like just the water, the yeah. seltzer water, there's like a grapefruit flavor that is amazing. It's really good. I do not why I do not know why it doesn't translate here. Maybe they didn't do a grapefruit flavor. I don't remember. Um, but yeah. Boo. Yeah. Did not like. We're getting a good point where we're no longer liking them. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of not liking, Fruit Smash. <laughs> the Fruit Smash. Those were boring. Yeah, they, I mean, they, they, they... Okay, they, they were actually a little bit better than the Topo Chico, but I just didn't like them. So they were... I remember those. Those were very... They were like, oh, we're very natural, which like translated to didn't really taste all that great. Yeah. Um, In the probably, marker. Probably healthier for you. Yes. Um, but just didn't taste great. Um, absolutely no reason to go back and buy them yeah. again unless, like, you want to drink a more healthier version of it. But, I mean, if you're drinking in general, um, if you're drinking seltzers in general, you're always being a little, maybe a tiny bit healthy. Yeah. If you want to already drink a healthy version of what's supposed to be already a healthy drink, um, who are you trying to fool? Right. Yeah. yeah, it was like, well, I think maybe because some people like gluten-free issues or whatever, sugar issues. Uh, but with those, it was like the opposite end with the Crook and Marker because the Crook and Marker was all organic or whatever it was. And um, those tasted just fine. I think they would. Crook and Marker definitely did better with their flavoring. They did. Probably versus Fruit Smasher. Fruit Smasher and, or Fruit Smash definitely yeah. tasted like a, a little bit like Lacroix. Mm, mm-hmm. Yeah. I just did not like those. Now, we get to our last two, which both happen to be Budweiser brand ones. Yeah. Um, which I find hilarious. Like half these are Budweiser brand. I think yeah. it's Budweiser went wild with it, and I I applaud them for that. Um, they went nuts. The, the second to our last choice in our like to non-like is the Ugly Sweater Pack. Oh, they were so gross. <laughs> How I gross were they? I think the only ones that I... I remember being surprised that I liked the Cherry Cordial. Like, I was like, I kept having to drink it because I was like, I don't know if I like this or not. The Cherry Cordial might be the only one because it started off with the Seltzer Nog. Yeah, oh God, so that was think eggnog. Yeah, horrible. That was uh, cranberry, which was just... Uh, cranberry. Yeah. Sugar Plum. And then, like you said, the cherry cordial. Yeah. Uh, I remember those ones. Those ones I think we had with my father. Yes. And um, each one was a very interesting. We, we, I mean, we left them We left them there with my parents. Like, we didn't finish them. I, I hope they threw them out. Probably. But, but yeah, yeah, those they... were uh, those were not memorable. They didn't taste good. Oh, they were memorable. Oh, they were memorable. They were memorable. But in the, not in a good way. It, as in, we would never buy them again. They were disgusting. I mean, we'll probably buy the next new sweater pack that comes in. <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. Budweiser comes out with these packs. We're going to buy them. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I think they were, the only good one out of that one's obviously probably cranberry. Yeah. And the cherry cordial was surprising. Did I like it? No, but like I, I, I don't know. I just ha- had to keep trying it, like drinking it, because I wasn't sure. But the flavor was okay, but it would just it kept blowing my mind because there's like a chocolate flavor and I'm like shouldn't be in there. Speaking of <laughs> chocolate flavor, that shouldn't be in there. Uh-oh. Uh oh. We're hitting our final and last one on our scale. The one that we. <laughs> didn't like it all the one that we still drank but the one that was just kind of i think off which right. was the budweiser flannel pack yeah those were very so, very bad reason i say reason is they were it started off with toasted marshmallow <gasps> pumpkin spice maple pear and apple crisp apple crisp i think wasn't bad but the other ones definitely threw it for a loop the toasted marshmallow was just that was the worst one that not great um, um maple pear was okay the apple crisp and the pumpkin spice both tasted like, it, you know, like you smell a scented candle, like that. It tasted and drank like a scented candle. It's disgusting. Huh. So gross. They should just do pumpkin pie. Like, don't do pumpkin spice. 
I will say, if it ever comes out again, we'll probably get it just because... Oh, they, yeah. There are some things that you drink that are just like, and like you enjoy to dislike or something, or even you yeah. want to pass on to someone else to try, because be like, that's a what? Oh, yeah, it's the flannel pack. It's absolutely great. <laughs> well, it's it's more of like a, um, a gag gimmick thing now at this point. Like, the Ugly Sweater Pack that came out before this one, I think, had peppermint patty as a flavor... And like two other random things like that. So it's like they're going to come out with more ones and we're probably going to try them just for the sake of it. Of course. Because we're the guinea pigs for you guys. We, we got we to gotta be the uh, the Spike Seltzer connoisseurs. Which were, which were self-appointed. Obviously no one hired us to do this at all. Uh, we do this out of the sheer enjoyment of just drinking Spike Seltzers because we're foolish people. Yes. Full of, full of foolishery. Full of foolishery. Bamboozery. So yes, that that is our list of all the packs from one we like the most, one we like the least. Yep. Um, later on, we will release a full listing of all sixty-four flavors uh, from top to bottom, seeing which ones we like. Um, obviously, we're not gonna do that on the podcast; that would take forever. No. <laughs> but we'll, we'll release that on our Twitter, which our Twitter handle is what again? Met my match. So it's also like. Met underscore my underscore match, but yeah. just if you just type in Met my match, it pops up. Yeah, at some point it will we'll post it on there. Yeah. Um, if you guys want to flame us for ones we like, ones we don't like, absolutely <laughs> do it. If you want to flame us for the ones we drank now and told you guys what we didn't like, what we didn't like, absolutely do it. I will say if you do see hard soda out there, the Bud Light pack definitely get that. But I do find it hilarious that the one we like the most and one we like the least comes from the same yeah. manufacturer. <laughs> Which shows you how wide a net they're casting with how they do seltzers. They yeah, they really have and obviously we're drinking the Bud Light now and these are these are not bad. Would you think these are buy or no buy? Um, I I definitely say actually you know what? I think I was doing uh must buy, buy, don't buy. Okay, my bad. Um they're not a don't buy. I would definitely say the Bud Light Seltzer Retro tie dye is a buy if there's nothing else. There's nothing special about these. Uh, they taste kind of like a leftover pack they just toss mm-hmm. together. They're just... not original flavored yeah. by any means, but they're not terrible. I like them. I'd say all three are drinkable. Yeah, I would, yeah, I'd say all three are drinkable. So I'd say, yeah, you can go out and buy them. They're pretty good. Yeah. So they're a must-buy for you then? Mm, no. Just a buy? Just a buy, yeah. Okay. Thank you, Bud Light, for doing the... Thank you for sponsoring this podcast. Yeah, thank you for doing the best <laughs> in seltzers. And the worst. And the worst. Yeah. Thank you for giving us the both ends of the spectrum. You know, we've gotten everything in between with, with Bud Light, so. There we go. Thank you. <laughs> and also, thank you for listening to this week's episode of Met My Match. Um, as we near the year that we've been doing this, I'm sure we'll come up with something special. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, as we're nearing that, we've already done our look over of the last year of uh, hard seltzers that we're drinking. Um, I'm sure we'll do something like that. We'll probably look over the past episodes when we talk about it and all that. Do a retrospective of what it's like to start I think a podcast. We, yeah, we can maybe do that and go over like maybe the ones that have been most listened to or like the most popular and uh, go, I don't know, if we want to go over them and we'll just list them out, you know. Um, <laughs> we'll just speak Because about didn't you say that the next one we do is going to be our our one year? I think the one right after that. Okay, because we did start in like September or August or September time frame. Yeah, right. It's uh, September. September. Okay, so maybe like one more, and then we'll we'll do our anniversary podcast. Yeah. So, all right, sounds good. Yep. Uh, thank you for listening to this week's episode of Met My Match. I'm Chris, and I'm Shelby.
catchphrase. Catchphrase. Bye, guys. Bye. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Met My Match. Please subscribe to wherever you get your podcast. We upload a new episode every other week. Also, please follow us on Twitter at MetMyMatch, where we post our weekly disputes. Thanks again for listening.